This is a Rooster Teeth production. Next, the next episode, know. right? We'll keep it secret. Yeah, the next one. one. We'll tell yeah. them the next one. So they won't know this one. They, they won't know, know this one, even though we're speaking even in like a kind of excited fashion. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the most this summer. Welcome to the most. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, it is uh, freezing in my place, but I turned the heater off so as not to uh, blow out my microphone. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Rosas. And I'm the other one, Drew Saplin. Hello. Hello. There it is. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Um, this episode is special for many reasons. I brought on guests today. We have George Watsky and Jackson Adams, two very old friends of mine. Hi, George. Hi, Jackson. Yo. Uh, and this is also this is also my birthday episode. So this episode is uh, coming out this Tuesday. So if you're it's pre-recorded because George and Jackson have busy, busy lives, and uh, it's pre-recorded. So if you're watching this, happy birthday to me! Uh, happy birthday! Thank you. Happy birthday! Uh, nice cumpleaños. Yes. Also, a toast. I, I want to point out. Oh, what you drinking? What you got? A little uh, uh, iced coffee. Dude, I can't Milk do iced ice. coffee. I can't do iced coffee in the afternoons. How do you do it? I can't, I wouldn't be able to oh. sleep. I get a nice coffee in the morning and then I take two sips of it every 15 minutes for the rest of the day until it's midnight. <laughs> that, that's actually totally true. Nobody drinks a nice coffee slower than George. It's like a superpower to make those last. Yeah. I, it's really I, just I, to have something in my hand. I'll, I'll tell you, it, I have I have probably slammed. I do the same thing. I like nurse an iced coffee for most of the day because if I drink an iced coffee quickly all at once, I better be near a bathroom because yeah, like same, it is, same here. it right. is, it, it is always an emergency. Like uh, it is, it's just like, huh, 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 huh. yeah, it's, it's, it's it, turning both keys on the submarine. I am in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I think it, it's I'm diuretic. My yeah, mentality I'm, I'm is with you. if you hand me something, I have to get those things out of my hands as fast as possible. So if I have an iced coffee in my hand, I'm just going to toss it and then move on with my day and then suffer like incredibly. Just Drew, have you ever seen the thing where where when somebody's on the phone, if you just go hand them something, whatever it is, they'll accept it? Yeah, yes, Jackson, you you've done this that? to me many times. <laughs> um, Jackson is the king of tenet. pranks that that aren't really that funny. You can't really figure out what the, the joke is, but you know, there's just something strange about it. When nobody's hurt and both people find it funny, that's that's. I don't. Right. Here's the thing about your pranks, Jackson. I don't think both people ever find it as funny as one person does, and that person is you. So, like, when that's you the got thing. When, of course, of course, when, when of you got course, that electric bug them. zapper, I did not find it funny to be woken up from a nap by an electric bug zapper. But boy, well, who did wants you... water? Water poured down the front of their pants in a funnel. Like you're, nobody wakes up hoping that that happens right. to them that day. <laughs> okay, or that okay. they'll be caught that, okay. holding a bowl against the ceiling with water in it, or I don't know, like okay, have, okay. have well, cellophane spread funnel, over right? their toilet so their pee goes everywhere. Right. <laughs> the funnel thing is a completely harmless prank, and it's not just hey, put this in your pants and pour pour water down. It's what it's wrapped into a game. And the, <laughs> have you ever heard of this? This prank, by the way, you're gonna yeah, put I a know quarter it. on your on your forehead, yeah, and a funnel in your pants. A person voluntarily puts a funnel into their pants, right. first of all, because you try to get the you try to get the quarter. You on try your and drop in, the quarter in, in. Let a person try and do it a few times, and then you just pour a little bit of water straight yeah. into the funnel. Right. Yeah. You know, Jack, it's like, Jackson, good. can I say can I say something, to you, Jackson? Please. I I like your hungry hungry caterpillar hat. Oh yeah, very, oh, it's very cute. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's on... This is the, the Eric Carle Museum is in my hometown in uh, in Massachusetts. So it was a oh, little. I guess it's just it's just the hungry caterpillar. It's hungry, hungry hippo. Hungry, hungry it's hippo. Very, no, it's the, the very, very hungry, hungry caterpillar. caterpillar. Very and Alexander hungry, and yeah. the no good, terrible, very bad day. I think I missed a couple, mm. but I, yeah, 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 um, exactly. Staples of the youth. Staple staple right. books of my youth. Um, sorry, we got derailed almost immediately just because we're also coming. Okay. Oh, thank you, Ted the Bee. Uh, who are you people? I invited you on the show. I introduced <laughs> you. What, <laughs> what do you do and uh, what's your deal? Uh, George, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm a musician and a writer. 
and I write poetry. So I, I write some essays and some music and some poetry and a bit of a jack of all trades. Nice. What about you, Jackson? Who are you? I'm Jackson. I am a writer <laughs> and director. Um, I work uh, as an associate creative director at a company called Portal A, um, doing a lot of web videos and branded stuff and originals and, you know, all that stuff. You're mm. probably pretty familiar with it, Drew. Yeah. Jackson and I went to college together. And, I've, and I met y'all both shortly thereafter via Jackson. I was a PA, him and I were PAs on the Kroll show. And then one night he said, do you want to come to a party? And I said, sure. And he said, George Watsky's going to be there. And I said, who? And then you said, hello, I'm George. And then we all went to a party in Beverly Hills. And I felt really cool. <laughs> but that's the not a story. History. And, yeah. and, and just that was the last time. Beverly yeah. Hills. That's the only time Beverly we've ever Hills. all met. Um, yeah. The... Um, <laughs> The other thing about y'all are uh, historically for this show, you're the only guests that have ever been on twice, but are only going to be showing one episode because the stories that you told on the episode that we can't show were too hot for TV. They were uh, too, they weren't like, they weren't like uh, egregious. They were just uh, illegal. illegal. <laughs> they're, they're to be locked in a vault. And, uh, yeah, show exactly. For all time. They, yeah, it's that like it's this episode of uh, uh, the most that you guys uh, uh, were on last time that we pre-recorded that we'll never see. Right next to that, like Jerry Lewis, like like clown <laughs> Holocaust movie. Right. Like, right next to that one in the whatever that movie was called. Uh, that was just like a, a, a fucking nightmare that's just locked in a vault to be seen by any any living humans. It's those two things. But that's the thing. It, your story, not. Not like salacious or body or like you know. Uh, Jackson just doesn't want to go to jail. Basically, right. it's like that's people, right. people yeah. would probably yeah. have found it charming, but you right. know, in a worst case scenario. And I love what it, we're doing now, which is dancing around talking about this. And we're not going to. This is all. This not, is it. This I'm cutting almost, it right now because we're not doing it a third time. You're not yeah, going to come this, back. If you liked time. it last last time, you're going to love the stories we got today. So this right. is Perfect. the second the second most. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, which is very exciting because, like, yeah, I, like the story you the, the story you told last time is actually delightful. That's the thing about it. It's just Don't, like Andrew, it's stop! You're gonna hype it up, and then they're gonna tell some version of it again, and then we're gonna have to do this again uh, next week. No, we'll have no, missed no, no. my birthday episode. The whole point. <laughs> the whole fucking point. The whole fucking point. Uh, uh, I no? I think we should we should challenge the web, and anybody who may or may not be listening who's got creativity to just imagine whatever story that we told, like it, it will never be told and you'll never know what it was. So in the absence of the truth, you can imagine it to be as amazing. It's it's like the, the Tenacious D song, you know, it's yeah. like- it, This it, is a tribute. It's a tribute to the greatest song. We want, you know, I encourage fan uh, imaginations of what our story <laughs> might've been and to as make it should. as epic. Oh, you know, you know what? I just watched this documentary called Pharma Bro. You know, the March Scraley. I watched sure. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bought the $2 million Wu-Tang album, and there's only one of them. I wonder if maybe right. we could sell this episode as a, as a one-off. Are you okay with you know? going to jail if I sold it to somebody and then they were uh, just sold it immediately to a narc? I just sold it to somebody who was like, It's yeah, Martin Shkreli from Behind Bars who just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that it's like, it was too, it's like, didn't want to tell it because of like legal implications the first time, but no, listen, what'll make it better is monetizing that. Yeah. If we, it's like, wait a second, is, doesn't let's that just, make it somehow more uh, egregious? Let's yes, just turn the episode into an NFT and then see how that goes. Perfect. There it's airtight. Done. Uh, I wanted to so uh, the episode got a, got started. We got started talking about pranks, um, mm -hmm. and that reminded me of like pranks that like only one one person finds funny. And I don't know if you've you you all have ever experienced this, but have you ever had like a a running gag or a running prank with a group of friends that was like specifically like confined to a time and place? Because like elaborate. What did, okay, what, are you, so, what are you trying to tell me here? What I'm trying to tell you is a story about. Uh, so uh, I was in a sketch, a sketch troupe, uh, sketch comedy troupe many years you're, ago. You're kidding. Shock. Dateline. So we were in Chicago uh, for a uh, uh, sketch comedy festival. And at the same time that we were in town, 
so was the musical for Ghost. As in, like, <laughs> uh, Patrick Swayze, kill, like, Whoopi Goldberg, pottery. Um, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. De- Demi, Ghost, Demi Moore, the musical. They turned that into Ghost, a musical. They turned it into a musical. Now, Ghost, the musical, was in Chicago at the time. And we were fucking rife with pamphlets and, like, flyers for Ghost the Musical. And so, like, we were up to here with these fucking things. So You you uh, had them? They were being handed to you? We we just found them everywhere. Everywhere oh. we got in the city, they were all about. So <laughs> what happened over the next, like, somebody's four street days... Team, somebody's street team must have quit and just threw them off I of mean, our roof. I mean, like, it was ticker tape parade and Ghost was in town, and they just threw them off the roofs. But... So what happened? So what what happened for over the next like four days we were there is each of us trying. We were we got so tired of looking at these ghost flyers and posters and advertisements everywhere that we like the the goal the goal became to try to get each other to look at a flyer a ghost flyer. So <laughs> like I hid one in leftovers in the fridge, like a little, I like folded it up and so like people would go like put it in there, put it in the fridge, and then, like, wait for one of, like, my sketch troop members to, like, go off into, like, and you just hear, God damn it! And, so like, you're, you're icing them, essentially. Essentially, right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, hiding them in people's luggage, in their coats, just trying to get each other to look at this, like, advertisement for Ghost. So what I guess I'm asking, has, has have you all shared in something even kind of remotely close to this? Um, something di- that, like, di- Dinosaur tra- Jurassic Park trading cards in your home. Jackson might recognize uh, oh, that yeah. phrase. Yeah, this is a this is a thing. This is a story that I only vaguely remember, but this happened at a house that I was not living at, but George was, and so George, you'll have to explain how this went. But I know this it, like, reminds me a very, little bit of your of your ghost story. This is a little different because there there's a it's an unsolved mystery. All these years later, basically, Ooh. I was living in a house with. Are me and Jackson's mutual college friend Brooks and another roommate named Kelly from that school. We were living in Los Feliz a couple years after school, and we had a big dinosaur decal in vinyl across one of the walls. And we had a party one night, and a few <laughs> days after that party, we all got an email. Me, Kelly, and Brooks from a Gmail account that said like Dr. John Hammond at Gmail, and. If anybody knows Jurassic Park well, Dr. John Hammond is is the main like doctor from Jurassic Park. Yeah. And we got an email that said there's Jurassic Park trading cards in your home and it showed where I guess there was like a pack of tops or like Flair had made a, a novelty edition of Jurassic Park trading cards and then it showed a picture of where it like like a trading card hidden behind a planter was. And then sure enough, we went behind that planter and there was a Jurassic Park trading card there. And for it's months- It's like this, like a, a hilarious prank. It's like- well, For like, months, we kept getting like, emails from Dr. John Hammond. Like every week they would say, hello, there's Jurassic Park trading cards in your home. And it would be a different place that another card was hidden in our house. And then we would feel- go and sure enough, find that it was there. We've asked all our friends that might be Dr. John Hammond. Nobody will cop to it. Everyone who might've been at that party who seems like the kind of person who would have done this. You think like it's a person who was revisiting your house, or do you think it was just that one party that they laid out all the cards and then were? Well, were this is a very, like, very fascinating story. I mean, I guess the one or question, a follow-up question on that would be: Is there a possibility that either Kelly or Brooks was actually <gasps> Dr. John Hammond? I don't think so. It seems like an inside job to me. It seems like it, it should be seem like a Kelly thing. It, it seems, seems like a, a Brooks thing, thing, but I have known this man for 15 years at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've interrogated each other, looked deep into each other's souls and tried to figure out if either one of us was was the perpetrator. <laughs> if he's pulling it off, he's the most sociopathic person that I've ever met and I don't think that he is because I've, I've, you know, stared into the whites of his soul and <laughs> tried to figure and, out if it was him. And so anyway, that kind of reminds me of your ghost story. I mean, it's not me, but you have to believe that when I'm saying it's right, not me, right, that right. it's true that it's not well, me. I mean, yeah, again, you're, I feel like I, I, you're falling only, on the, the he who smelt way... it dealt it defense, where it's just like, <laughs> I told you the story, so it couldn't be me. No, no, it's not George, because, like, he's been rattled by this for a long time. <laughs> and rattled. nobody, no, nobody is as, like, 
is as invested in this thing as George is. Like this comes up and George is like, you know, really, really wants to know. A thousand yards. <laughs> he talks, he talks about it. He talks about it in a way that is like, you know, he, he's tried to tried to solve this for a while. And I think you, that if it was, I just George, can't believe whoever it was hasn't wanted to pop up over the years and get credit for it eventually. So, uh, you 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 yeah. mentioned a moment ago how you were like, I wouldn't really like. You're like, it's kind of a prank, I guess. This sounds like the most devious prank because they've never come forward, and to this day, ten year, a decade later, you're still talking about it. Like, I bet that is, person yeah. forgot about it. Whoever sure. did it, like, it was such an inconsequential like week that they did it or whatever. George, How can you? Would you mind? What if I uh, email them back? Yeah, could you email them back for us and let us know if they uh, <clears throat> like respond because i'd like to i'd like to i feel like at this point wait, wait, right wait. now this is a cold case where it's a cold yep, case podcast. Yep. yeah You've i'm looking, I'm looking into my gmail right now to see if it's, i can find right, an old email what i'm really excited by is george emailing them right now and then jackson getting a notification being like at the same time be like oh uh, shit <laughs> like, <laughs> you hear the sound yeah um we yeah. still got Jurassic Park trading cards in that house. I just found one of them. Oh my Sub god! I wish I could screen share with you guys right now. Subject Wait, George, line. You've never subject thought line. of emailing them until right now. This has never occurred to you to write back. It's from. Let's see who it came from. You've just yes. now found the. So you've. So walk me through. You, you probably thought it was over. Is the title of this this email? What year is it, David? Uh, that's so fucking chilling. Like I don't know why you probably thought it was over. 2012. The, the email reads, Gentlemen, many apologies for my absence in the past week, but like we say here at the park, Wednesdays are the new Monday. You've still got Jurassic Park trading cards in your house. And then there's a link to a picture. <laughs> Jay Hammond. P.S. Mr. Morrison, are Mr. Watsky and Mr. McDermott receiving these emails also? Do they not enjoy the game? <laughs> and nobody ever responded? Nobody, like, wrote back ever? That's what I'm saying. Brooks, this is the Brooks first writes, time Brooks has written back to them. You to write back? Oh, my God. Oh, Georgia, my God. We, we're pivoting this podcast to a whodunit podcast about... I'm emailing back right comments. now. Very Subject good. 10 years later... Ten years later, I'm writing at this moment, dear Dr. John Hammond, reveal yourself. And that's the end of the email. I don't believe that you actually want to know. I think there's. I, I think that's know. true. That 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 I tracks. I don't think George wants to know. I do and I don't. I I will never stop wanting to know. But I also, it's like a Cubs fan. You want the Cubs to win the World Series, and then once they do, you're like, oh, I've lost a part of my identity. I mean, obviously, they did win. But uh, we were there. You know, you've, lo you've lost a part uh, of you a that, that is. A, a, you're no, you're no longer special. You're no longer the, the special perennial sufferer. George, yeah. can you can you uh, can you verify that we were there? Because I uh, to this day, that seems like everything was a simulation. Like we were there. That we went to Wrigleyville. We partied we, in Wrigleyville. We were in Wrigleyville the, the, the day the Cubs series. won the World Series. Okay. Oh, are you, are you talking about the day that Bill Murray could have like shot someone in the street and not gone to jail? Like he couldn't get arrested in Chicago right. that day. We like, saw fights happening on the street that were wild. It was. We kind of got like, pepper sprayed. It was. The, it was the most in, chaotic environment I've ever been in. <laughs> it was one hundred percent. Oh man, I so uh, R.I.P. My favorite bar in Austin that is now closed because of the pandemic. Uh, Mugshots. Uh, it was down. It was downtown Austin. It's the only like downtown Austin bar that I like to go to. Uh, it's where like it was the bar that comics and comedians hung out at. Um, and I remember leaving that place one time. Literally like, all right, everybody, like can't you know shutting down two o'clock. You know don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Lights turning on. Everybody get out. And like stepping two feet outside the bar at the exact same time as uh, someone like on the street was getting into a fight and pulled out like industrial strength mace and just maced a crowd and like it wafted over to us. So like as we took two steps out of the bar and then caught a cloud of mace and it was like, oh. no, no, back in the bar, get back in the bar. And, like everyone like oh, filed God. back in and like shut the door. And it was like, I mean, like, you know, fucking get some milk like just like we stepped out at just the right moment to catch just a like a full waft face. of mace yeah exactly oh, that's, that's, that's what happened when when drew and i finally got into a bar in wrigleyville that's what happened someone like pepper to, sprayed we, or maced the place and they, they had to clear the whole bar out jesus we're, we're just trying to get a grilled cheese what's trying your to get price a grilled cheese to, to to just like take a, a point blank 
blast of mace, how much would you have to charge to have that done to you? Ooh. Ooh. Like, it's hard for me to even imagine how bad it would be. <clears throat> like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the, the way that, you know, any average person would get maced. I mean, there, there's uh, a small possibility that, like... You, it'd it'd blind it, you. It, it could blind you. Like, there's a very small percentage that, that that's the outcome. So I would say probably, like, to get just full-faced of mace <clears throat> and just have to sit there and not do anything, probably, like, a grand, two grand, maybe. I think it would be more than that. I think... Uh, I'd do a lot for two grand. Mm, my, I think my, I think my min, I think my min price is probably three, three k, three stacks. Give it that. All right, well, direct to the face. Three, direct to the face to maybe direct go blind. To, direct to the face. Well, yeah. What do you, what, what are we thinking, boys? What do you guys think? Ten. Okay. Maybe go blind. There's like no price that I would maybe well, go blind for. Well, I don't know. Like, small percentage. Like people get maced all the time and they don't go blind, but you might go blind. <laughs> like what? Are, can you give I me think, a percentage I th chance I that think, they go blind? I think maybe. Maybe no less than three grand for me. This is not even in the yeah. ballpark. I mean, I feel like a like a real. real, <laughs> I, don't, a real I think that most people feel cakey get right now, but but, I, but but most people who get mace don't go blind. Like that's a like, there's right. a very small yeah, chance. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, really yeah, just yeah. gonna hurt. Are we talking like theory. like an infinitesimal chance? Or are we talking like a five percent chance I go blind? It's like a or like a five okay, percent chance. Just, let's just put it this way: we're gonna spray you in the face with mace. We're not gonna like hold it on your eyes or we're going to give you just like a a standard you know, macing a standard i mean i guess you know, to, for me to, to even take a chance that i'd go blind it would have to be so much money that for me to turn it down would be me being a bad world citizen because i could have changed the course of like people's <laughs> lives other right. than myself yeah an, an earth-shaking like, amount of money like i need uh, to take one for the team so that i can like like <laughs> make capitalism less fucked up or something sure like, right I, I wouldn't go blind so that I could have a house to live in that I can't see my way around. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, okay. So let me let me give you a per, let me give you a, let me give you a percentage. Let me give you a percentage. You yeah, yeah, that'll, face, that'll help. face full of mace. Let's just well, so to to make it concrete here to give you some numbers to work with. There is a point five percent chance you'll go blind. Okay, that's pretty low. That's a pretty that's pretty good odds on. I would you know if I was drunk enough, I might play that Russian roulette game. Okay. Um, you know that's that's a that's a gun with two hundred bullets in the chamber that you just spun. Um, I would say I take. No, we're like in the hundred grand range for me, honestly. For point okay. five chance that I might right. go blind. <laughs> Jackson, you seem yeah. displeased by that answer. <laughs> Fucking dare you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you were getting your mace ready and like looking at your bank account at the same time. That's too. one of the that's one of the three or four most important senses to me. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to go blind five, either. It's, it's my, my top five senses. <laughs> okay, okay, let me ask a let me ask a, a, lesser, a, a lesser Wait, Jackson, what's your number? You haven't given us a number. I did. I said about three grand. Oh about okay, three I didn't yeah. give three grand. Okay, okay what's what your lesser question? Sprayed, sprayed by a skunk. Like twenty I almost bucks, got sprayed like, by a skunk like twenty bucks in a trip day. to Dairy Queen. Like I don't being sprayed. By, I'm from Oklahoma. It's what we did on the weekends. Like I don't really. That's yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna mess up a few. Yeah. I take a I take a borscht bath and a foot rub. Yeah, done. Uh, nah. Uh, been sprayed by a skunk. I've been narrowly almost sprayed by a skunk. And uh, Cody, you found it. And uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, I just found I found the email and forwarded it. <laughs> very good, beautiful. Um, Rescuers. So a a a spray a full like, I mean straight down the barrel, like, yeah, direct yeah. line of fire from a skunk. I'm going probably. I'm going two hundred. I'll take two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. All right. You 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 all from Oklahoma. How long is that going to last for? Like how how long are you going to I mean, you can get it out in a day. Tangling with this, like whatever no, you're wearing, whatever really? you're wearing is directly into the trash, trash. never to be seen again. Yeah, but like on your skin, I'm guessing a couple tomato baths, a few other, like you'll be all right. Yeah, just need something acidic. You need something uh because it's like it's just like high potency ammonia. It's like a super strong right. base, right? Is there a sense? Right. You need the acid well, to counteract it. Let's do it, Drew. Is it twenty bucks? Twenty bucks and a trip to Dairy Queen, Jackson. Sure. <laughs> what you got? If we can, if we can, if we can blizzard. happen upon a skunk, turtle blizzard. We'll, if you we'll, happen we'll upon a skunk, happen. just pick it up, 
aim it at me. Get your 20 ready. Get your Jackson ready. Aim it at my face. We'll go, but not spray it. Like maybe not in the eyes again. Well, I, I'm not this skunk. I'm not spraying you. There's, I don't know. I mean, it's, <laughs> there's, a bar, there's a bar in LA that's now closed. Uh, well, it's, it's changed its name. What's it now? The crow's nest or something, but it used to be called stinkers and it's, uh, it's on the East side. It's in, uh, it's in Silver Lake and above the bar, they had a whole bunch of like, they were fake, but it looked like taxidermied skunk butts and they would spray out like green farts, like skunk spray. Is that true? Every, like, That's not hour true. Or something. Look, look up stinkers, Los Angeles, stinkers Google Los it right Angeles. now. I mean, it's and a, it, you'll, you'll get a Yelp listing that, for a closed place. Is that your people... plug? Is yeah, is that what yeah. you're promoting? Are you promoting? That's what I'm promoting. Bar? I'm promoting a closed bar. <laughs> it was a, it was a bar exclusively for embarrassed Bugs Bunnies. That's uh, exactly yeah. who. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Stinkers permanently closed. Ain't More I a stinker? Andrew, yeah. we should start the show. George has a Ooh, uh, yeah. what is it? A football game or a baseball game to watch? Well, the, I mean, there's there is the Niners game that's on at five fifteen. Okay. Niners Packers, but this is already in the past. For people watching this show, so you already Correct. know what happened. They'll know the outcome, so they can't You'll even know the outcome. for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to send send Drew a picture of one of these skunk butts on the walls right now. Fork it over. <laughs> we'll have, I'll have Cody put it okay. up for us. I so this I have is to a make a correction. Themed bar. I'm seeing the picture of the the wall of the bar and the spray. While it did come out of the skunk's butt, was not green. It was just regular. You, you just know, you white, just put the green mist. on it. You you put it in your mind. Kind of a weird theme for a bar. <clears throat> yeah, they're, I mean, they're, hence they are no longer open. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Due Just, to the <laughs> due to the health code violation of having a really... live skunk on the property. That's an insane <laughs> thing to have. Cody, I'm sending it to you now. And it's not. I, you know what? I bet it could be green. I bet you there's a green light involved that is uh, not in that photo. This actually the second photo I just sent you shows a little okay. bit better, like how it's situated in the room, and that there's more than one of them. <laughs> I just I just can't help thinking like on the closing day of Stinkers, just the owner hat in hand addressing the like employees, like guys, we're like a family here at Stinkers, and it really pains me that this is our last day here at Stinkers. Just a twenty-one uh, gun salute of yeah. skunk asses, just like goodbye everyone. Get probably... the fuck out of here! Like very good, my very God. good. Okay, Andrew, let's start the show, please. Let's start oh, Jesus. it. Okay, uh, let's do it. Okay, so the first question on the most is: What's the most scared you've been that you'd get caught? What's the most scared you've been that you'd get caught? So maybe Johnny Law's on your tail, or uh, did something to hit, hit your little brother, and uh, don't want mom and dad to find out. What is the most scared you would get caught? Okay, I have a story for this one. Oh, sorry. Run, run, go. It's all you. Okay. It's you, it's so, you. do you guys remember? The Oriental Trading Catalog. Did any of you guys? <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah, dog. No. What is this? <laughs> so An offensive magazine it's... from the nineties. Okay. <laughs> well, it's kind of offensive, but it's. It, I guess the name is kind of offensive, but it's just a catalog of like bulk candy and glow sticks and like little trinkets, and it's just you know crappy stuff that you can buy in bulk. And if you've ever won a prize at an arcade, it ah, was purchased okay. from Oriental Trading. Anytime, like, yeah. wax mm. lips, spider rings, uh, finger traps, all that garbage. Yeah, and there's you'd have to buy them with, with like, almost at wholesale quantities. I don't know why I would just, like, d desired at this age as, I don't know, probably, like, 10, 11, 12 when I was getting it maybe 13 14 I, I don't know time's a, a flat circle and a blur to me mm -hmm. but it's like this stuff's crappy and yet i want all of it and this was right around the time of my like earliest sexual awakening as a child you know adolescent sure and i'm sure you know it's a little embarrassing to tell a story but everybody at some point hit that point where they start to feel feelings they hadn't felt before and things they hadn't felt and uh -huh. one of my moments of this this sexual epiphany was 
a t-shirt that they had in the Oriental trading catalog, which was one of those big knee length t-shirts that's like, makes it look like whoever's wearing it is a cartoon of a woman wearing a bikini with big boobs. And so this I, is what sparked your sexual awakening. I, I definitely that, that I in a, a dream about Michelle Flores that I had. I definitely uh, thought that me. this was going to be you getting your dick caught in a finger trap. I definitely thought that was where this story That's was going. The, the Eric Andre so... movie. They already did that. It was amazing. I'm, I'm you know, not going to. No, this is better. This, this is, is much better. This is much this is more better. embarrassing. Yeah. Well, okay. So right, the, go, the story doesn't go, go that go. much further, but basically, I was t- really turned on by this, um, and <laughs> I was. So, like, hold on, hold on. By the T-shirt itself, or by some a certain person wearing that T-shirt? Just the T-shirt itself. Like it, it was a model that was cut off below the the, the neck and at the oh. knees. So you had no idea what this person looked like. You could maybe yeah. see the T-shirt being worn by a real human, but the neck was the crop line for the top uh-huh. and the knees were the crop line for the bottom. So it sure. was the t-shirt and the cartoon of the bikini boobs, mm-hmm. you know, itself that was turning me on. And I had some of my earliest masturbation experiences to this t-shirt and <laughs> I, I ripped it out of the Oriental catalog, Oriental trading catalog, and I hid it in a crack of one of the, the couches in our living room. And I was really worried I was really scared that one of my parents would find the the, the folded up uh, page from the Oriental catalog, trading catalog uh, sure. and, and instantly realize exactly what was going on. Right. <laughs> Honey, I think our son is jacking off to the- <laughs> Why is this piece, this, this, you know, that's probably also got glow sticks and Chinese right. finger traps on the page. Like, and that they would just like burst into tears when they found this. <laughs> burst into They're tears. filthy son. They're yeah. filthy, You're filthy son. filthy son. I so mean- honestly, I, I never, I've never rediscovered that in my archives. I don't know what, oh end, what became God. of the page. I don't remember. There's no trail off this story or satisfying conclusion but that's no that's that's uh, the story that's tremendous and and a a fitting tribute and testament to the indelible and unflappable horniness of teenage boy like yes when when you're like 14 like a tree shaped in a certain way you'd be like "Uh uh-huh yeah let's do it you're you're just on a horny desert island and everyone is instead of turning into turkey legs and hamburgers is turning (laughs) into like boobs and butts like that's boob t-shirts i mean like truly like if we could somehow find a way to harness the power of teenage horniness like energy crisis solved we're like that's over because like it is so powerful that like let's let's do it right now um i, I mean of course made the, the the thing that runs on smug self-satisfaction so you know that's right that. yeah, that's a- we can do teenage horniness that's right yeah. uh ed God. bigley jr um man that is so good and i am picturing also you're like you're like tension. you're like dad finding it and being like I gotta get my I gotta get my sense of pornography. Like this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm gonna buy you a Playboy. This is but also this is fucked but up. Also, George, this was around a period found that had your dad found that, that would have been like the last of his assumptions of what yeah, was going oh, on. Like, that's not even the centerpiece of that like page, right? That's just one of many like crappy items on that page. Yeah, right. exactly. so like, yeah, nobody's mind is going straight to no, oh, yeah. that, I just that imagine, that I just imagine them, them, yeah. them finding it and being like, oh, I guess he's just really into glow sticks. I guess we'll just get him yeah. a bunch of glow sticks for his birthday. Like, completely. Maybe that they burst into tears. They, they'd realize that, that their son was going to turn out to be a raver, and that's the last thing that they ever wanted. <laughs> Very good. Fair. Jesus Christ. That's so great. God damn it. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jackson. Yeah. Okay, so mine, I guess that's a that's a fairly good segue into my story. So mine also, <laughs> I guess the, the story that I'm about to tell also takes place around those, those teenage years, those familiar teenage years. I had a, um, a girlfriend in high school, and I remember one particular... Rag? No. Night, yeah. <laughs> or not. Um, and her parents were gone, so I went over to her house, and... Part of the evening's festivities included um, a jacuzzi tub that was in her parents' like master bedroom, right? Ooh. So at some point or another, 
I don't remember exactly what's happening, but parents come home a little bit early, right? Uh huh. <laughs> sure. And so this girlfriend of mine like races out and goes and like I'm not runs supposed to be there, right? I've, I've parked. She runs interference. I've parked my car down the street, knowing that like this is a possibility. Like this is all sort of part of this plan going into the evening that like we're gonna be kind of secretive about this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's no evidence that I'm there. She runs downstairs and, and runs interference. And I am stuck in her parents' bathroom, in her parents' bedroom. Were you naked? And, uh, I don't think I was naked. I think I had a towel or a robe or, I don't know, something. But I go into her parents' – I have no choice but to hide in the closet. And eventually oh her God. parents come upstairs. And her dad comes upstairs and her dad gets into bed. Go straight, to bed. Go straight to bed. Classic situation. Oh my god! I was, I was, yeah, I was, uh, I was standing in the closet, and I could see feet at the end. You know, like on the edge of the bed, like lying there. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, man, like, what? How is this gonna go? Like, I was so, so petrified. Of, you know, I don't know what the worst that could happen is, but nobody wants to be no, in their no. their girlfriend's parents' closet when. How did you get out? So anyway, so I forget how this exactly got orchestrated, but she went downstairs and made some big distraction and <laughs> called her parents down and like some, there was some big commotion that she made, forced them to come out of their bedroom and come downstairs. And she like figured out some ruse downstairs to like get them out of bed. Uh-huh. So like father like begrudgingly gets out of bed and I watch and then at that point, I go dashing or out of the room and around the corner and into her bedroom. And now I'm hiding underneath the bed. And there's like, it's just like so stupid. This is this, uh, the so second like, floor of the house. Right. You're second upstairs. floor of the house. Yeah. There's that, and, and so I've had to go dashing in. Now I'm hiding underneath the bed. Jesus. And Christ. there's still some commotion going on downstairs. And now I've got to figure out how to get out. Because I got to get Window. out of this house back downstairs. And so I forget exactly how it went, but I had to wait a long period of time. I think <laughs> I think part of this, like, sort of distraction that she made up, mm-hmm. which was pretty smart in hindsight, but also, like, could have gone wrong, was that, like, the all of a sudden the door was left open. Like, there was, like, an intruder. Or, like, somebody, like, opened the door. <laughs> she was, like, intruder. freaked out. <laughs> so now... There is a little bit of tension in the house that someone is maybe in the house. The worst you're distraction the possible. Right. Like, uh, so, I'll, I'll, quick, I'll, don't worry, is, I'll cause a distraction. There's a stranger in here. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, Jackson. Yes. If, you'd, if you'd been caught at that point, do you think that she would have pretended to have had nothing to do with it and been and played dumb and been like, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. Like, holy shit. Like, you know, just throwing you under the bus. No, absolutely not. I was a well-known, well-known oh, commodity. You were right? a known, was, known quantity. Okay. Yeah. Quantity, not commodity. Um, and <laughs> a commodity, maybe. Um, oh, so anyway, now I'm under the bed. There's a little bit of a, a buzz around the house of like, maybe there's someone in the house. And I don't think the parents actually believe this at all, but, you know, she had made this whole scene give me an opportunity to escape. So I think the parents, I, I, I can't quite remember this. Maybe I'm making this up, but I believe they came into her room too. And now I'm under the bed Christ. and there's like right. feet walking around or whatever. And I'm like stupid teenager, just like frozen under the bed. And eventually, I mean, I just had to wait for this to, to sort of burn out. And eventually went back to the room and I had, to, I mean, I had like, I don't, I think I just like had my clothes in like a, like my arms or something. I didn't yeah. like, Tiptoe, dashing down the stairs and out the door and down the street, back to my car. Jesus Christ! And drive off in the night. Jesus so that was. Um, and then, this... of course, the the next morning uh, or the next day, like I think they had some friends over or something, and her parents like recounted this story to some of their friends, and the friends were like, "It was the boyfriend." you guys yeah. talking about like yeah this yeah 100 this is usually yeah. like the, the milk like, the milkman who's upstairs with the with the like unhappy housewife that the right. husband comes home scenario right this yeah. is some this is a, a, a sitcom ass series of events but yeah i thought it was, was like 
a boyfriend. What are you kidding me? Yeah. And usually yeah, in that sitcom, like, you would be escaping through the second story window. Right. You would have bounced off the and, roof. And, there would have been a stuntman who did a couple thing. of things for you. What's also funny, though, is like, I don't, I mean, this is like a totally harmless situation in the end. And I don't remember exactly why it was so tense because like, I was over there all the time. Like, I don't know why. Sure. Well, we you were, were naked in the hot tub of something. the parents, right? Like at right. some point you, were... you guys were fooling around. At some point, I mean, I guess that was it. Like just the nature of like, for some reason I wasn't supposed to be there at that time. I mean, I guess probably because they were gone. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was not, I don't know. I, the, the worst case scenario probably wasn't as bad as, uh, as was mad. It also makes you look pretty pretty cool too yeah that's a pretty cool yeah my, pretty cool my oriental kid. trading catalog didn't look make me look <laughs> <cool kid. laughs> I, that was i do i will say that I mean, that was like a genuinely like heart racing like pulse oh of know, course very yeah. very panic inducing there and i was certain like oh man this is just the jig is no up at a terrible yeah yeah oh my god i andrew, that's, that, andrew what's your deal what did what happened to you what's uh What's your answer to this question? Oh, what's the mo- the most uh, scared that I ever get caught? Um, I you know I I I don't think I have a super long story. I think it's very similar uh, in terms of uh, uh, being with a, a a high school. It was always high school, I guess, because like emotions are and like everything feels like the because the question sure. is what were the most afraid you'd get caught? So like. In high school, like everything feels like the biggest thing in the world and like, you know, the hugest disaster or the highest high, lowest low because um, of brain chemicals and whatnot. And I think like it was a very similar situation of being with uh, a girlfriend and also perhaps I mean, this was 30 years ago. Um, also, perhaps being on some substances mm-hmm. um, uh, of, of a, a, you know, of, of a nature. Um, and uh just same thing uh a girlfriend's mom coming home and like being in like the living room in a state of uh um in a vulnerable state shall we say <laughs> and like yeah. it, it being told, like you told this cute, whole story like a victorian yak- you just like we were in the parlor and my hand caressed right. hers like no, it was uh, it was like here keys in the door, cue yakety sax, and I'm like, ah, I'm like, run, like grabbing clothes, and yeah, it was um, it was a scene, man. And then like having to like, uh, squeakily voiced like, come because they also mm-hmm. knew my car was out front, like knew I was there, but it was just like, oh, uh, oh, hello, hello, Miss So So, I was just uh, in in the bathroom. Uh, sweating. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, those are the things that you'll still like, just like think it'll come to mind when you're falling asleep. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Like, oh, man. oh, big time. I, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I hate that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Those, 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 those are, those are potent. Those are hardwired. Nothing, memories. Yeah, nothing yeah. makes me reach for a melatonin faster than <laughs> oh, being yeah. in high school. <laughs> having been in high school. Uh, having memories of having been in high school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are th- th- those will be with you to the to your dying days. Um, the, oh, sorry, pull up the next question because uh, okay. we got we got, we got to hurry. Yeah. Um, so the next question for our guests is: What is the most confused you've ever been? What's the most confused you've ever been? Hmm. Well, my, mine Andrew. isn't very good, and it's short, so I'll go All first right. in case. <laughs> Jackson's got a better one. So I saw uh, this sexy t-shirt in a catalog. <laughs> <laughs> and it piqued my interest. Uh, I felt, and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> it's really the only good story I've got. Uh, this isn't even really a story. It's just a scenario that, that I was trying to think of how many times I've been confused, seriously confused in my life. This is just something I haven't thought about in years that... Uh, at a certain point, I think in sixth or seventh grade, my parents forced my brother and me to take abacus classes in Japantown of San Francisco every Saturday. <laughs> what? Called, it was called Soroban. And they had just sort of like heard from somebody that a great way to like really turn a kid into a, a math prodigy was to get them into abacus, like get them really good at like, because you're supposed to like, 
figure out new ways to do math in your head that then translate into your rest of your life. Sure. And so every every Saturday I would have to go to Japantown and take abacus classes and I hated it. And no shit. I, a word? A word a word? Yeah, that's really you weird. Abacus class? Hold on. Hold on. Is, this, is there a plug? my, my is there a weekend plug like abacus classes yeah. <laughs> for, for an abacus course? And yeah, Soroban in Japantown, shout out. And, and there were a lot of kids that were really, really good at it, but I was horrible. And I just actually, I, I think I, at some point tried to apply myself and learn how to do it. But like even the most basic skills, the foundational skills that all the other skills were based on, oh. I just, I just had no idea how to do it. I was confused all the time. I, I couldn't get the, the basics of the basics down. And so other, everyone else was like learning and moving on to other levels. Just, I was staring at this abacus forced every week to go and have just absolutely no idea what was going on. Someone, oh my God. someone found themselves in, in, in possession of like hundreds of, this is the Stanzo just, brand yeah. fedoras of abacuses. Yeah. Like someone yeah. had a yeah. bunch of fucking abacuses and was like, I gotta unload these puppies. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cook up some scheme that like learning abacus is the way to like raise a math prodigy. Like unbelievable. Tell you, that's a that's a fast path to confusing me too. Put me in an abacus class. I just looked <laughs> up Soroban. Uh, the Soroban is an abacus developed in Japan. It is derived from an ancient Chinese swan pen imported to Japan in the 14th century. Like the swan pen, <clears throat> Soroban is used today. Despite the proliferation of practical and affordable pocket electronic calculators, <laughs> people are still using it today, and, and, even though there's better phones. things that you can I mean, use. Everybody to do has a calculator yeah. in, your in your pocket. Yeah. The thing they yeah. said we'd yeah. never have. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm sending the visual horseless carriage. Uh, uh, sending visual aids to Drew. Thank you. That is uh, and, and, are, end of story and scene. Abacuses are pretty or abacai. Abacai, which is a crossword word. You should all know it. Pops is it? Up oh, okay. Yeah. Abacai. There's pretty widely used still throughout the world, though, aren't they? Like, I feel like there's a, a generational thing or like a cultural thing where abacai are still part of the part of the system. I could be mm. wrong there, but like. Well, they don't run out of batteries. I guess if you if you have a solar paneled cal solar powered calculator and it's a cloudy day, then you kind of I think it also might abacus. It's just like an old school carryover, like generational, sure, generational thing, right? We're just like folks who have been using these things, like grew up with them. That's just what they're comfortable with. I guess there's a yeah. You just not for me. Clearly not for George either. I don't know for me either. That's here. Here's the thing: is like. I, this is one of those things that I'm like, how ridiculous! Like, of course, I have a calculator in my, in my in my phone. I can do like all this math almost instantaneously. And then I would see someone use an abacus, like who's really good at using one, and it would be super impressive. I feel I, like, I feel like those, a little jealous. I'd be like, I man, feel like I wish exactly. I wish I like, I, I I would see I would see someone use one proficiently and be like. Actually, it's pretty fucking cool. Like it's I, like it's fun. like a thirteen-year-old like on Snapchat. It's like you don't think that fingers should move that fast, right? Right. They're like they've got like a thing. They're like, and they're like yeah. sliding all the fucking like beads around on the thing. Wow. And like yeah. Nice. That's what oh, that's it is. small. That was, that's small. It's so I thought tiny. That they were more of like a thing on a desk that you're yeah. like. No, they're a little bitty. No, and it's like I think the top ones represent like you know the ten, the like the, the the larger digit, and the smaller ones are the single digits, and so you can sort of like carry the one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the the solution to every problem. Uh, anytime someone's doing mental math, carry the one is always the part you vocalize when doing right, mental right. math. It's what people people mumble when they're supposed to be doing calculations in cartoons. That's yeah, correct. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. If I uh, bought you a few abacus classes, would you go? For your birthday, me? George? <laughs> how many George. abacus is... if, if Jackson bought you abacus classes, George, how many would you go to? Are you coming with me? Jackson, would you go with him? Well, uh, now I'm trying to think about this. <laughs> okay, I'll say this. If I get a twofer, I don't want to buy two I would two rather, I would I rather go do, I would rather go to two abacus classes with you if that gets me more hangout time with you and keeps me from having to become a golfer because the only way that I can get 
regular hang time in your life is to learn to play golf and to go golfing with you. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Because that's not fired. a. That's not. I'm willing. Ship? I'm willing to do that. Your, your friendship is important enough to me range? that I would become a golfer only to spend consistent time with you. But otherwise, I'm not interested in that future. If it's golf or abacus, you'll choose abacus. <laughs> it's only those two yeah. options. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's we'll continue this conversation offline <laughs> and come to some conclusions. Come to some decisions here. <laughs> Jackson, same question for you. Then the time that you've been most confused. <clears throat> okay. Well, I've been confused a lot in my life, but one time that comes to mind is a uh, in college. My then girlfriend, now wife, Jenna, and I took a trip to Costa Rica. And we found a place called Puerto Viejo in Costa Rica. And it's like a it's like a really cool like surfing community, I think on the Pacific coast. And you have to fly into the capital of Costa Rica. Uh I might forgetting the name, the capital of Costa Rica right now. But we fly in and you take a bus. And yeah. it's like a few hours of a bus trip and totally worth it. Anyway, that's the only way to get to this place, though. San Jose so, is the capital of Costa Rica. San Jose, San Jose, of course. So we flew to San Jose, we get off, and we're going, okay, we got to get a bus to Puerto Viejo. And we go to the bus terminal, and like, we figure out how to do all this stuff and speak like Spanish enough to, to get us there. Sure. And a guy, I guess we asked directions or like some advice from somebody who's like, oh, Puerto Viejo, this is the bus. And he like walks us to the bus to get on. Mm. And okay, great. Off we go. And and this is like late afternoon, maybe. You know, we've like landed at one, maybe now it's like three or something. We're going to get there by like five or something like that. And we get on the bus. Uh, off we go. And the bus ride is a little longer than we thought. And uh, before we know it, like we're like really deep in the jungle. Like we're like not, we have not reached the coast at all. We are not in anywhere oh, recognizable. And we also realized like, well, for like a kind of a popular like surfing place and you know, people are traveling from San Jose. We're the only white people on this bus. Like mm -hmm. there's nobody else who looks like a, a traveler here. These are all like locals that are locals. just like commuting, you know? Uh -huh. So it turns out, we arrive in Puerto Viejo, and Puerto Viejo is, well, this is like a tiny little town, like a tiny little town in the mountains. And it turns out there are two Puerto Viejos. Oh. One is the cool, the cool surfing community, <laughs> the cool, like, little laid back, beautiful little coastal town. The other is like a little village in the mountains. And so guess which Puerto Viejo we went to. The so we had to... Yeah. So we had to like, like get off the bus and like, kind of like sound the alarm with like the like locals, like, Hey, we're, we don't, we got on the wrong bus. We, like, we are lost. Help us get here. And they're like, Oh, and this is by the way, like my shaky Spanish, but like yeah. enough to do it. There's like the buses aren't going there anymore. It's too late in the day or whatever. Nightmare. But somehow they figured out some like, I don't know, you take a bus here and a bus there and a bus there and a bus there, and then you get a cab or something. So we like spent the rest of the night just like bus hopping through these like little rural bus terminals throughout like that sounds, Costa Rica. That sounds delightful, and, honestly. That does, I mean, I know it was probably a very stressful time, but like the way you're describing it sounds uh, like a real treat. You know what? And, and and well, once we figured out, like, okay, we know where we're like, we have a we have a solution here, and like, we can get there tonight. Here's just how you do it. And then it was like, okay, and that, and actually, it was there were really like awesome memories of like, just two bus headlights. They you are know, sitting in like the front seat of these buses, just two bus headlights, <laughs> just going through these like jungle roads, and like, yeah. no idea where we are, just totally at the whim of like whatever. The people told us oh my God. we should do, we did. Um, and then it like, got to a point where, like, you know, and by the way, in between each of these, like, bus legs, you get off and you're, like, at a tiny little bus station with, like, no one around. You know, right. like, I hope yeah. the bus comes. I hope the, I hope there's something else that comes. So anyway, you get to a certain point and, like, then you call a cab and you take a cab for, like, an hour 
through the night. Like it was like a, we went way out of our way. And I'd actually be curious. Like I haven't looked at a map for a while. Just and, to like, see how far away you were. The from proximity. The thing. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, we got there. Eventually we showed up at our hotel or hostel or whatever, like incredibly late, like middle of the night. Um, but that was a, a confusing, yeah. confusing time. And a confusing moment of like, huh. Uh-oh. It says we're in Puerto Viejo, but <clears throat> I don't think this is right. This doesn't look right. You know? so, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. You don't get to be a village in the mountains called Porto anything. You're not a Porto <laughs> in the mountains. Okay, so, so since, amigo, like, since I'm, the, I'm the dramaturg of this, this podcast right sure. now, I'd like to say I just looked up on Google Maps the distance between Puerto Viejo de Talamanca in the Limón province and Puerto Viejo in the Punta Arenas province. Okay. They are seven hours and eight minutes from each other, which is the quickest route. Oh my yeah. one of them is on the Atlantic Ocean side and the other Holy one is God. on is closer to the Pacific Ocean side. So you just side. drove across Costa Rica. You across oh, country. Yeah. He drove almost yeah. from one ocean to the oh other. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, Told you. Yeah, that's very and, and in the meantime crossed a very long bridge in the Gulf of Nicoya. And this uh, is like why would like, you name we, we didn't have a map i don't think like, sure we're really just like relying on the you're also in college so you, you you know being in college has its own level of naivete totally. um roses totally. when was the most you were ever confused oh my god um so we like as i said before we filmed this uh we filmed this episode once before but oh you're just gonna so, you're gonna reuse your story i'm gonna reuse my story because it's All a good right. one um, cause I don't think I've told it on this, uh, podcast before, but, uh, anyway, so try to act surprised from this story, fellas. Uh, but I'll tell it real quick cause we actually have to get to the, uh, the mm -hmm. uh, rapid fire. But, um, uh, many years ago when I was in my early twenties, uh, there it is the most rapid fire graphic. Uh, when I was in my early twenties, I was a videographer for a summer camp. And so, uh, it was like filming all of the kids, like, you know, having fun all day and doing their activities and all the kind of like camp camp style bullshit. Uh, and they put me up, uh, in my own, like, cabin and so my days would consist of like going around and filming the kids do all their activities and then editing that video all pretty much all night to edit together a video for the kids the next day to like watch in the morning for their like morning you know devotional get together thing in the morning whenever it was um and so it was a week of this and i would probably had like uh, uh, cumulatively probably like over five days, probably 10 hours sleep. Like it was really like every night was like two or two or three hours sleep max. Mm -hmm. And so I was as tired as I think I've ever been at a time when like your body can handle a lot, like early twenties, like you can put your body through a lot of punishment and bounce back. Um, so at the end of this week, I remember like finishing the last video, turning it in at like nine 30 in the morning. And then like, I mean, like vapor trails passing my hands, like very like blearily going back to my cabin and going to bed at like 10 o'clock in the morning. It was like 10 o'clock. Okay. Lie down. Then I wake up and I'm like, ah, feeling good, feeling refreshed. And I look at my, look at my phone and it says 11, 11 AM. And I'm like, no, I couldn't have just slept for an hour. I'm too well rested. I, I, I mean, man, that was a really hearty hour sleep. And I also see I have a bunch of missed calls on my phone. Hmm. And what I learned is that I had slept for 25 hours. <laughs> I had slept for an entire day. I had slept for a day and an hour. I slept for 25 hours. Like, didn't stir, didn't go to the bathroom. I don't even think I changed positions because I feel like I woke up in the exact <clears throat> position that I saw. I was so tired that my body just went scene missing and just erased a day. This is like when aliens talk, when or people talk about like being abducted by aliens and like missing time. Sure. That was it. It was just like hit the pillow, blackness, wake up 25 hours later. And, and again, like that's the most confused I've ever been because I was like, no, an hour couldn't have passed. Also, and then when it dawns on me, like what has happened, because this is in the age, like it was, I didn't have a smartphone. It was like an old Nokia uh, or a Sony Ericsson. Like, it just like, it was just missed calls and the time. And so I was just like, 
what? Uh-huh. And then it started as I started to piece things together, it actually got more confusing. I was like, it's like you get confused the- twice, where it's just twice. like, how am I so yeah. rested? And then, holy God, how did I sleep for a whole fucking day? A yeah. full fucking day. Were so, you yeah, that- so hungry when you woke up? I mean, I, I don't think I've ever been as hungry. I, I, I didn't ask you. Yeah. I didn't ask you this question the first time around, but did you also like have to take a Tom Hanks in League of Their Own length piss? It's like the Austin Powers that's just like forty-five minutes long. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Austin Powers level, just like evacuation, <laughs> come evacuation, come. Right. Yeah, I was just like, I do remember the uh, 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 no, uh, using the bathroom in, in in every way you can, uh, uh, very intensely. Uh, there's a lot of ways you can use the bathroom. There's a lot too. of ways you can use the bathroom. I mean, yeah, I mean, even if you have like a, uh, an Oriental trading magazine with a sexy T-shirt, you can use it there. Uh, in that way, as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I remember going to the bathroom very, uh, very intensely. And, uh, and yeah, being like maybe one of the hungriest I've, I've ever been. Cause it was just like, yeah. Hard, hard body, like reset, just God. like starting, starting from zero. You need like, you know, all, all the, all the like health bars, all the status bars on my body right. were like blinking out. red. You're just like blinking. Yeah. Red. Like, okay. Now I need, except, except, except sleep. Sleep was green. You got a lot of maintenance to do. You got a yeah. lot of like serious maintenance that needs tending to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, Check engine uh, light yeah. for your body is yeah. on. Is all, on. Every light is on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> shall we get to the rapid fire? Let's do a okay. damn rapid fire. How about uh, I rewrote the entire rapid fire? So Ooh. there are no. I had I had a hundred questions written that have been repeated on this show time and again, uh, and I rewrote them all for this episode and for other reasons that we'll get to next week. But uh, before we start, y'all should know the reason rapid fire exists in the state that it's in is because of Jackson and George. I Andrew, I don't think you know this. Hanging out with Jackson, he always asks really dumb questions that have silly answers. And so, uh, and then ha- having been friends with George as well, uh, we would talk about those silly questions. And so I just decided to make a big list of really dumb questions that I felt would please Jackson. And so that's why I brought you on the show, Jackson, was just be before <laughs> before it was all over to be like, here, here's this thing that uh, I feel will amuse you. Uh, I'm, Roses, I'm what very pleased and amused. Good. Are what you not entertained? Today? Are you not entertained? Uh, a little painting. I did a little miniature. Oh, very good. A little three by three painting. Oh, a little bring westerns. that closer to the camera. Let me little see that. Western, little Western sunset. Nice. Uh, really good. Oh, that looks that'd look handsome. Handsome on a ba- in a bathroom. or That's yeah. right. Exactly. Maybe it's the centerpiece <laughs> of a huge wall. Exactly, um, a huge blank gallery white wall with just a tiny, <laughs> tiny painting, just like right dead center. Um, yeah. So on the unaired episode, who won? It was Jackson by a point, right? Yes. The episode no one will yeah, see. Yeah, but you know, right. that's that's not something that's that's here it'll, or there. It'll or never, or it'll there. never it's air. So this is the one yeah. that counts. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's do the damn thing. George, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Are you older than me? Yes. Is French kissing gross? No. What's a movie that you absolutely hated? Austin Powers. Are you spiritual? Yes. Do you like camping? Yes. Do you like it when people sing happy birthday to you? Yes. Have you ever had sugar cane? Yes. What's the last charitable thing that you did? Uh, I told Jackson that he looked great that day. Can you whistle? Yeah. Have you ever caught a baseball at a baseball game? No, I fucking dropped it. Can you shimmy up a tree and chop down a coconut? I think I could, but I haven't had the opportunity. Do you know what macrame is? Yeah, I do. Woven uh, shit. If seven was a day of the week, what color would it be? Uh, mauve. And what, what day of the week? Uh, Thursday. Uh, what's something about your job that you still don't understand? Um, how the passage of time is demarcated. Tell me something that is peak millennial cringe. Uh, avocado toast. How many Olive Garden breadsticks do you think you could eat in one sitting? Twelve and a half. Cat, cats or dogs? Dogs. Time. Woo! <laughs> How do you do? 18. 18. Very good. Jackson. 18. Was, how was the quality of those questions? Are, they, are you approving those questions that I asked him? That, that, that was good. I was, I, I think my answers for the, um, the seven is the day of the week. I yeah. think I had the same answers. It's so funny. What was the, what were the answers, George? I black out on these. What, what Ma- you I said Marv Mar- and Thursday, even though, yeah. you know, Sunday or I guess month. Saturdays. Seven, I guess seven, I see seven, seven as more of like a, I see seven as like an 
sort of like a yellowy orange or something, gold. Hmm. Kind of. Also, I lied one time. At, I think Austin Powers is great. I just said the first movie that came That's, to mind because I doesn't wanted matter to be Jackson. It doesn't matter if you believe it or not, as long as you answer the question, it counts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jackson, are you ready? Let's do it. Come have on, you ever had Zundin. a Have you ever had a tick on you? Yes. Are you in line side of a skyscraper right now? No. What's a word that you like? Cat. Do you like the bl the band Blink-182? Yes. If it's turtles all the way down, name the lead turt. Phil. Have you ever shotgunned a beer? Yes. Do you think it's hard to make friends? Yes. What's your favorite TV show? The Simpsons. Have you ever kind of wanted to be stranded on a deserted island? Yes. How many heads are on Mount Rushmore? Four. What's, what's the last time you ran at top speed? Uh, five days ago. Show me with your hand what you think yaw is. <laughs> what What is a symptom that you looked up on the internet? Uh, headache. Best type of pen? Uh, this thing. Uh, what's the worst it's book a, you've read? The worst book? Uh, the Bible. How long have you known? <laughs> uh, 10 years. Uh, have you ever had to go to a nursing home to entertain the old folks? No. Um, have you ever been busted farting? Yes. Have you ever ghosted someone? No. Uh, what's something that you find beautiful? Cats. Uh, name a green flag. Uh, a dollar bill. Time. Wow. Man, that was time. That was uh, 21. Oh, what? very good. That seemed like a really I, long minute. It but, might have uh, been longer than a minute. I don't think my alarm went off. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, he's not doesn't seem to be going fast that much faster right. than me. I feel like we there's should dock him. There's a cat on my desk right now. So I feel like we should dock him too based on, based on I think the timer went off and I didn't hear it. So 19. Yeah. So one point again. Still one point, George. Apologies. Um, yeah. What a... Uh, that was a great episode. I feel like this this version, thank you guys again for being on a second time the following week. This version of the episode is better than the version that doesn't exist. So the version, uh, I, the, I truly, I truly is uh, far and away better than the version that doesn't exist. So I'm glad, I'm glad we did a version two of this. This was great. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on. Uh, thanks and, for uh, having us. Having me. Absolutely. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Same time next week. Same time Same next time, week. Yeah. There'll be some problem. <laughs> version three. Think about. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Drew. Oh, yeah, thanks. Cody, get Happy us out of here. Happy birthday, Drew. All right. We love you. We'll see you guys later. Mwah. Goodbye. Bye.